Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on what they call a day named Tuesday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So uh, we had uh, Mark Messier in here for our first in-studio guest since uh, before the coronavirus uh, pandemic. And I I recalled now how uncomfortable I am with guests. I just feel so awkward in... Because they always come in early because they don't want to be late. Oh, sure. Which I always appreciate. Right. Uh, I always have to get them at the elevator. Mm-hmm. So I have that interaction. Then I have to meet. Then I have to hang out with them in the control room before they go on. Right. A lot of idle time. There's a lot of idle time. And for certain guys, I I have a hard time. Like Mark Messi is a very nice guy, but I don't know what to talk to him about. Yeah. Uh, other times, like when I've had, uh, like I love Tom Green. So when Tom Green was here, I was so excited. Like I did my own interview show in there. Waiting for him to come in. You're into it too. That's here. why I was into it because I love Tom Green. So it just it reminded me of how awkward it is sometimes to deal with the guests. Well, and, and also that. the fact that we don't have someone in the newsroom that yeah. can go take care of that. Yes, bring them into the room we used to have. Where yeah, they could sit down for a couple of oh, minutes, right. and then you could go grab them during the commercial break for a couple minutes, not fifteen or twenty. Right. Everything has changed. He also came in by himself because of COVID no reps. protocols. No reps. Yep. Because sometimes it's easier. Like the reps are normally chatty people. So sure. I'll talk to them and then you don't have to have awkward conversation with the guest. But uh, yeah, so it brought me back to that. That time. Anxiety feeling. Yeah, which is uh, two years ago now. And I got to say, a lot of we do not do many guests, as you know. And uh, the, the people that do want to come on as guests, they want to do... Uh, the the zoom calls still huh still because it's easy you know it's like i will tell you it uh, moose and maggie it took me a while i didn't realize that that's how they were doing a lot of their guests because it's crystal clear right actually sounds good on the radio i know for tv it's probably not great i don't know how it would work but i was surprised how many of them they did i'm like well how do they have in in studio guests and then i was in there one day and i realized (laughs) that they were taught they had I forget who it was. Might have been Mike Richter. I, one of the guys on a Zoom, they were talking to him during the break on the Zoom. 
I'm like, who the hell are you talking to? And I realized, oh, that's what you guys are doing. Right. So it's interesting. It is. You know, it's different. It's still a different dynamic than being in studio. 100%. And that delay the is a pain. Like, right, but what's funny, like Mark Messier, he lives in uh, Connecticut, I think. Okay. So he had a drive. He drove in. You didn't send the car? I did not send the car. He drove in from Connecticut. He parked the traffic. You know, you come up and you do a 20-minute spot. Sure. You know, if you could do that from home on a Zoom. Absolutely. That's the way you go. And I understand that. Yeah. I do understand that. Yeah, so. That's true. You know, it depends on how long they're planning on being here. and Right. And if they have other things to do in the city, maybe you do all your media in one day. What does the schedule look like? What does your New York City schedule look yeah. like? Uh, then, let's see. A boomer's really into donuts, so we're getting donuts on Friday. We are. Yeah. So that's not a bit. I didn't that's know what not was a going on. Okay. What do I have to say, Jerry? This is not a bit. You know, I didn't know. I heard him mention it. Usually, whatever he says happens. I just yeah. wasn't sure. Uh, the donut pub. So I uh, p- put in my order, and then and then I had to pay on my credit card, and Boomer's going to give me cash. But oh, now okay. I have to ask for the cash, which is, guess how much for donuts? How many donuts did you get? Twelve? Well, I said to Boomer, I go, how many donuts? Boomer goes, four dozen. I go, four dozen? For that, who? That seems like a lot. I go, what about three dozen? What about a dozen? Right. No, so I'm getting two dozen donuts. Wow. And then a dozen crawlers. Which I don't know. See, even I sure think what a crawler crawlers are a waste of time. Me too. But Boomer loves their crawlers. Oh well, then it's not a waste of time. Okay. Uh, and two boxed coffees, boxes of Joe. Yeah. Hundred so, hundred sixty-seven dollars. A hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Yeah. Because you got to see, Jerry, these donut shops. Gigantic donuts. Well, they're just they're quality donuts. Okay. Like we have like in Asbury Park, there's a donut place. Yeah. Belmar has a. Do- I'm not talking about like you know. Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme. I love Dunkin' Donuts. These are individual gourmet donuts. You you also means they're 900 calories. Let's be honest. But you would have to think that the gourmet means they're used with better ingredients. Then they're bigger. Right. There's more fat in them. Yeah. They're still made with great fattening stuff. Right. Tons of sugar. That's true. They are still made with deliciousness. But I got to tell you something. I am 100% having at least a donut on Friday. And I will, too. Probably have two. I mean, you know, I'm obese. I might as well get there. You are very obese, Jerry. You may as well have yourself two donuts. And I did hear a stat yesterday. What's that? On the radio, 77% of Americans are either overweight or obese. 77%. 77%. Think about, and I'm in it, so I get it. Sure, <laughs> you are right in the thick of the obese. Uh, yes, I am. You are not. Uh, yeah, that's see, that's if you're considered obese, that's the problem. That so, I'm definitely seven, overweight though. Seventy-seven percent. But I'm def, and I. You may weigh more than you want to weigh. I am overweight. There's not even a question in my mind. I feel it. I know it. So seventy-seven percent. By the way, one thing about the show today. Yeah. In the eight o'clock hour, when we got into the whole I, the quotes and stuff like that, yeah, like, your quotes, your it death is quotes. amazing to me. Did you see who reached out to us? Who on social media? Who? Oh, I had a couple of people. If we would like to sit down and talk with them about you know the meaning of life. Oh yes, I did and see then, this. Uh, <laughs> the one that got me though, we got a nice tweet from where does it go? I want the Retro Church. The Retro Church. They would love to discuss my questions about God because they clearly have the answers. They've been dead. They've met him, and they've come back. What if we started? What if we started doing guests here? We get the retro church on. We break it down with them. What do you think, Jerry? I, Ask them all about God. I don't know, man. And then I got another text saying you, telling me I was wrong, that um, her godmother passed away, 
and her four-year-old grandson was playing a video game with her. Interesting. And that's how they played together, and he talks to her. That could be a ghost. I doubt he was making it up. Okay. I mean, listen, kids have great imaginations. They do. I mean, I don't, there's no, I don't think there's a parent or grandparent on this planet that would dispute the fact that kids have great imaginations. So you so, don't believe in ghosts playing video games with children? I, I, huh. I, you know I don't. Right. But to me, until I see it, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I, 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 my belief is that some people <clears throat> can see ghosts and other people cannot. I, I am luckily one that cannot. Yeah. Because I'd be scared to death if I could see ghosts. But my friend uh, and his wife, his wife sees ghosts and spirits and he does not. And I do believe her. And I do believe him. Have you ever asked about the specifics of the ghost? Yes. I have uh, talked to her about the ghost specifics. Have you ever asked her to talk to spirits of your past in-laws or not in-laws? No, I don't think she does that. She doesn't speak to spirits. She just can sense them herself and see them. Okay. That's right, Jerry. Whatever. That's right. Enjoy your Hampton Inn. Jerry, I had a quick question for you, <laughs> and I uh, tweeted this out uh, earlier today, because I went into the bathroom here, mm-hmm. and I could see feet under the stall, <laughs> and the way the feet were positioned, it was very strange. It was, okay. They were pushed really far back, so I was like, what is it? Is, in my head, is like, is this person sitting on the the tank? Must have been a gigantic person. They were just, their feet were way too. So I was like, are they sitting on the tank? Then I thought, well, there is no tank in public bathrooms. There's oh, no yeah. tank. And then I wondered, why is there no tank? Why do we have a tank at home? Probably hooked up to a into a very large filtration system. Uh, in the public bathrooms? Well, yeah, because you've got more than one. Okay. So, like, in, in the one. There's f- at least four. You got the two urinals and you got the two stalls. Right. So my guess is all of that is behind the wall. Yeah, that's what somebody did do write to me. Only one okay. person. I had a lot of people write to me say, of course, Jerry, why do you think? Well, the majority of people kept saying there's no tanks in public restrooms so that people can't poop upper deckers. Can't what? The what upper decker mean? is when, as a hilarious joke, people poop into the tank instead of the toilet bowl i see this is uh, like people on. do this jerry people are <laughs> this is where the quotes come from yeah just filthy disgusting animals and then you flush you know? the, the and then you flush the toilet instead of clean water coming out into your bowl the water the poop water than the tank because somebody upper deckered it so of course that's what everyone said but it like, might be right but one person told me that there is a giant flush system right. behind the wall where that you're right where that's they're what all i connected, would think where they're all connected to yeah it. makes sense to me and then another person said, this was interesting, too. They said, well, if you ever lose uh, water in your house, like your your water stops working, the water gets shut off somewhere, you at least have one more flush left because that water is in the tank. Mm, there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. I would have not. If the water's off, I would have never tried. Yeah. Now I'd get in the car and go to McDonald's and use the <laughs> bathroom there. Exactly. That's what you would do. So uh, these are just some of the things I was uh Is this what we'll talk to today. Olivero about? Uh, no, we will have him as a guest, the, uh, the, the, the man who runs Odyssey New York. But that's going to be an hour. Well, yeah, we're going to need some time. That's not going to be 18 to 22 minutes. That's going to no. be, there's a lot of questions. Right. What would we get into about radio, the future of radio, sports radio, Oh, I thought, I thought we were doing the contract stuff. Oh, the contracts, how we need. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot. I mean, 
depends on how deep you want to go and how far back you want to go. Right. You just want to talk about, you know, his time at FAN, or do you want to talk about how he got here and no, no. W and I mean, there's a lot. I don't want any of that about. stuff. I want to talk about current radio. Okay. What are the problems? So you're not interested in him. How do we fix it? As much as we're talking to him about the business. Yeah, him about and the business. And you don't business. want to know anything that's going on here. And here. Okay. But his background, I know it already. Right. But I could give you the audience rundown. Doesn't. Right. But we want to know what's going on today. That's fair. I, I do think we need to introduce him, though. Yes. With his with his past. Not right. to discuss it. But Absolutely. This is where he came from. Here's where he is. All right. How do we fix radio? When I met him, he was Craig Carton's producer. Sure, at WNEW. Yeah, but I know. How about uh, how about that, Jack? And I sent him uh, sports sports updates guys. at one hundred two seven. And then finally, Jerry, uh, this is something I've noticed recently, and I don't know. Eddie tells me it's been going on for a while now. You know how I told you I used to eat like a full, like a, at least half a bag of Tostitos yes. chips, and now I measure them out. You know, mm-hmm. it, you I think took a, my advice on that. I took one. your advice. I think a serving size is, I was eating five serving sizes <laughs> per meal. Yes, it's easy. Which is, by the way, 11 chips. Right, which, right. So 55 so I, chips, not that big a deal. So I count out now 22 chips. Okay. I have two serving sizes. Yeah. Which, by the way, gets more difficult with Tostitos scoops because they break. By the time you get t- two servings in or four servings in. You got crumbs. Yeah. yeah some bull crap. That's true. But I noticed on the on the side of the bag for uh, serving size, it does say 11 chips, but a lot of times now on serving sizes, they're giving it to you in grams. I was going to say ounces or grams. Ounces I get. I'm familiar with ounces. Yeah. Grams is metric system. Uh, yeah. They're trying to confuse you is what they're trying to do so that you continue to eat more so, and you don't know how to figure it out. Yes. So I Googled how many ounces in a gram. Of course, it's not simple, Jerry. Of course it's not. So how many ounces in a gram? 0.035274 (laughs) ounces in a gram. What does that mean? It means just keep eating and buying. I thought we were done with the metric system. I guess not. I don't know. I have no idea. I just like I'm, I'm. I was like locked in on trying to find the perfect coffee machine, Jerry. And I was watching all these videos on YouTube. God almighty, yeah. You need a hobby, Mike. Jesus. And they'd be like, oh, measure six grams of coffee per... Like, what? Tell uh, me scoops. Tell me ounces I can do. I don't know what to tell you. See, ounces, I meant food. Yeah. Like, you know, if I have... I really do try and keep a log of my calories. Most, not every yeah. day. I just don't do it. Most Logs. days I do, though. And so when I have boar's head turkey or boar's head ham... We get it sliced relatively thin. So I can't just have three slices and put it in because it's you need to know how heavy it is. Right. So that's where, my, although my scale died, I'm not happy. Your food scale? Yeah. Just uh, on Sunday, I went to measure a meatball <laughs> to see how much I was eating. I'm like, oh, and I might change the batteries. It is dead. Oh, it's dead as a door. Very now. disappointed in that. But yeah, yeah, no, it's it's to confuse us. It really is. It is that's, confusing. They're doing what they're supposed to do by law. Right. Now it's up to you to... Basically translate it. Correct. It's, it's not. It's, it's not right. No, not at Don't all. Don't give me this Graham's crap. Uh, oh, and then you know you you were laughing because as I said, I I watched some reviews of <laughs> coffee makers. This is what I don't understand about YouTube, and YouTube is incredible in that I've learned to 
to uh, rework a toilet on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've changed out uh, light fixtures from watching YouTube Absolutely. videos. I get a lot done. So there was a coffee machine I was interested in, and I was like, let me see if anybody reviewed this on YouTube. Jerry, there's like 40 different people reviewing a coffee machine. Yeah. The same coffee machine. That's how many people are actually looking. Think well, about I'm, that. But, like, I occasionally wanted to do, like, a, a piano video, right? right. So, But I, what I would do first is, like, if I wanted to put a piano video out there, I would look to see, has anyone else done this song yet? If not, I'll do it. If nine people have done it already, why would I? You got to do it better. Right. So, but all these, not only that, Jerry, and I do have a lot of time on my hands. Yeah, so I can watch a video on a coffee machine. Yeah. But when I type in this specific, co- I, there's a new um, Ninja coffee machine, a new one. Mm-hmm. It looks really promising. <laughs> So I click on there to review this, and there's, like like I said, two pages of people. Yeah. The videos are 27 minutes Yeah, long. I don't know who's watching what? that. I don't know. Just tell me this is make hot coffee. I don't know. That's a lot. Even, like, the Dyson vacuum videos yes. that I've seen, because I was trying to figure out where the battery was. <laughs> they're too long. Yes. Seven, eight, nine minutes. Like, what are we doing? Right. Three minutes. Oh, my God. I agree. Three minutes or less. Three minutes or less. Like most people's sex life. Exactly. Three minutes or less. Three minutes or less. Or less. It's true. And finally, Jerry, let me do this story from Cairo, Egypt. <laughs> and the uh, the headline goes like this. Shocked man seeks divorce after seeing wife without makeup. <laughs> <laughs> In a bizarre incident incident in uh, Egypt, a man has moved to family court seeking a divorce from his wife after seeing her without makeup a month after their marriage. A month after? He was shocked to see his bare-faced wife the morning after their wedding, as according to him, the bride looked ugly without makeup. Oh, damn. The disgruntled husband, who now claimed of getting deceived, wants a divorce around a month of marriage. I saw her pictures on social sites. She looks totally different when she does not wear makeup. I so was, they really dated a long time, huh? <laughs> I was deceived as she used to apply heavy makeup before marriage. She looks ugly without makeup, he told the court. So he really married her for her. For her, yep. Not for looks. I was deceived by her as she used to apply heavy makeup before marriage. But after the wedding, I saw her real face without makeup. She looks ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't grant him a divorce. Although, for her oh. sake, maybe they should grant him the, the divorce. She doesn't want to live with she that. He sounds like an ass. Uh, move on. You can get someone else. I dated a girl one time for a little while, but we only saw each other like once every yeah. one, two, one or two weeks. I never saw her without makeup on. Until you had the big night, and then you woke up, no. looked at her neck, and you got, then we're broken up. Still full makeup. Is that true? Full on makeup. Wow. Have How long a, did you date her for? Uh, a number of months. Really? Yeah. Number of months. Interesting. You got to appreciate the commitment to, you know. I love makeup. Yeah. I love on yourself it. or on women? On me. Yeah. You like, Gio was saying when he gets the TV makeup, how the rest of the day when he has other things to do, he doesn't yeah. take the makeup Leave off. Leave it on depending upon where you're going or what you're doing. Really? That is very true. I don't take it off before I go home. Usually when I go home, I wash my face and I do it unless yeah. I have something. Like, no, no joke, Rutgers games, I leave it on. Why? Why not? Why take it off? It's yeah. fine. Women put makeup on in the morning, take it off before they go to, bed, not, go to bed at night. Right. So if I have a game, I will leave it on. 
you would think that this guy in Egypt would have seen the amount of makeup she was wearing and that perhaps that wasn't really the way it's, she right. looked. And he still thought it was a good idea to get married. Idiot. Right. Because on the social sites, she was wearing heavy makeup and he liked it. This is a man who must love love makeup on women. Clearly. He's really into it. That's a disgusting story. Yeah. yeah. I agree, Jerry. That's why I brought it to you. Mm. So disgusting. All right. I'm so disgusted by this story. Disgusted. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. By the way, beautiful day today. 70 degrees it's supposed to get. Isn't there. that something? So enjoy yourself. And we'll see you uh, tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. So, Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, hello, 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 it's Monday, the Eddie Scazzeri. Today he makes himself as Dan Marino, though he's not, but we understand why. Interesting day in football, I suppose. I'm looking across at Al Aaron Dukes. What's up, man? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Yes, I watched uh, Red Zone, which had a lot of boring games, as we had predicted. I got to tell you, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that right off Thank the you. bat, because yesterday I'm 47, and you know how much I love football. You you know it. I It's, it's Jerry, like religion. You ooze football. I had zero interest yesterday, to the point where I was bored, and I'd never done this before. I turned off football. Usually, oh, I no. hate when NBA teams play on Sunday. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why, why anyone would. Why? I'll tell you why. Yesterday, couldn't wait to watch the Nets and Knicks. What I time had was that no on? interest yesterday in the afternoon and then at night. Is that right? So the Nets, I DVR'd and then I went and kind of watched it on fast forward until I caught up live, and then I watched the Nick game. I like. I would check in. That's what yesterday turned out to be for me. An NFL check-in game. A lot a of day. check-in games. The games are terrible. Yeah. It did not go great. Teams didn't show up. Even like the giant game, like oh, I, it was boring. I, I do on. see Giants fans being excited, and they're like, "You are you guys gonna apologize for your giant?" No, no, it was boring as hell. They're still three and six, right? That's the record. Correct. Three and six. Daniel Jones in the year twenty twenty one threw for a hundred and ten yards. So there are a couple. That's um, nothing. It's amazing you say that too. And did you also notice I checked in because I wasn't watching it? I check in on Packers Chiefs during a commercial break. And I see it's third quarter. Patrick Mahomes had thrown for 79 yards. <laughs> What's wrong like, with what that What is dude? happening here? What's that guy's problem, Jerry? I don't, they're not good. I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch enough of it to tell you, and I haven't seen enough. I saw the Giant game, but there's something wrong with that team. And it's not just that their defense stinks. 
They're not fun up and down like they were. They're just not good right now. I don't know. You're right. There was a lot of bad, bad football. If you look around, oh. you had the uh, Jaguars Bills on uh, nine, nine six. six. Eat it. Eat it. Did you hear that, NFL? Eat God, it. God, the Cowboys decided not unpre- completely unprepared. Coaches are dope sometimes, and they look like they were looking towards next week. Yeah, there was a lot of bad football. Dak Prescott yesterday. at halftime was 5 for 14 for 68 yards. These are the quarterbacks, Jerry, Holy that are moly. supposed to be leading the NFL. Just awful. Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, all throwing for barely any. And then the Sunday night game, you get, uh, what's this fellow's name? Matthew Stafford. Did you see that pick he threw where he was in the end zone? He was in his own end zone and decided, I'm going to throw this <laughs> about seven yards right in the middle of the pile. Let's see what happens. Picked. <laughs> My gosh, there was what I find cool, Jerry. A lot of uh, a lot of Super Bowl rematches. They're not rematches, but I'm just saying it was cool to kind of say, and a lot for one week. Yeah, hey, whatever. Oh, it yeah. means nothing to me. Oh yeah. Last time I checked, Is that I didn't, right, Jerry? I didn't see Roger Staubach throwing to uh, Butch Johnson yesterday. No, but it was cool. The Cowboys did wear that red stripe. I thought on their that helmet, was awesome. Which I they agree. did wear one year at least when Roger Staubach was the quarterback. Because I, if you Google Roger Staubach, uh, Google image him, you'll see that helmet with that red stripe. It was sharp. I agree. Very sharp, Jerry. It was good. Look, I'll tell you another thing. The Bronco fans, wow, were there a lot of them in that building. Right. What happened there? I don't know. Like, I could see if the Cowboys were one and six. Yeah. And the Bronco fans had a lot of presence. Cowboys were six and one, having won six in a row. How you allow that to happen is embarrassing. Right. You embarrassed I think. yourself. Yeah, I think so. Can't wait to hear from Jerry Jones this week. Mm-hmm. Good oh, he, morning. The sold-out crowd. They're fine. They're six and two. They'll be okay. They're That's better true. than that. I that was like the Bills are better than what they were yesterday. The Cowboys are better than what they were yesterday. The Bengals are better than what they were yesterday. The Bengals are getting I mean, embarrassing, losing to the Jets, and then this. By the way, yesterday I did one of those. You and I have talked about this. Uh, most of the times they don't pay off, but it's a low risk bet. Five dollars. Yeah. I put down. I put down a five dollar money line parlay. I took the Broncos and the Jaguars. Look at you. Five dollars paid one hundred forty-three dollars. Could you imagine if you would have put twenty-five dollars? And carry. I'm not saying put two hundred and fifty, a thousand, twenty-five bucks, dude. Ten bucks would have doubled my money. Uh, yes, I, I know. know, but it felt good when it was. You know, I'm a cowboy fan, as you know, Jerry. No, you're not. I'm one of uh, one not. of the many teams I follow. Except that you're not. They were down like twenty-seven nothing. They were down thirty to nothing. Thirty, Jerry. They were down thirty to nothing. They had, and oh. I'll tell you this, and, and we can discuss this and we can disagree until the end of time or until the two of us die. But I will tell you, I really believe I'm. you can't settle for field goals. I agree. But for the first points of the gosh darn game, when you know you're a good team and the Cowboys are a good team, why in the hell after the Broncos stopped you on fourth down on your first series and gave them a little bit of life, why you wouldn't kick the field goal on that second drive? Just put some points on the board. The game settles in. Instead, you have a horrific play. You give it back to them, and they were pumped and fired up after that. And I would have been too. And I was throw. I, a wanted to throw darts at your face if I had a picture of it because I'm thinking Mike McCarthy, you're in his head. Just go for it. Go, go score touchdowns. Go for go score it. touchdowns. They'll score touchdowns. They're good enough to do that. For God's sakes, this isn't a bad team. That's got to keep up with a good team where field goals aren't going to matter. And I'm thinking of you yesterday, and I would want to throw things. Don't throw things at me, Jerry. Oh, my God. Kick the damn field goal. Put some points on the board and settle into the game. Then you want to go for it, go for it. 
but for heaven's sake, you, that game, to me, changed right then and there. Jerry, are the New York Giants knocking on the Cowboys' doorstep? I mean, if you want to say four games back is, okay, sure. Four games back, yeah. I mean, Cowboys need to lose this week for the Giants to be three out. Right, because the Giants are off this week, yeah? So I, yes, so I, and then they play in Tampa Ooh. on Monday Night Football when they come back. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, so they get a nice extended extra day. They do. So if you want Bye week. I would say this to the Giants. If you want to really show us something, All right. go win Monday Night Football in Tampa. That would be impressive. That you would be, be impressed by that. And so would you. I would be. And I don't care if they win that game 3 nothing. Beat the Bucks in Tampa on Monday Night Football. I don't care if Daniel Jones throws for 110 yards in a full game. Win the game. Like he did yesterday. Just win the game. Just win, baby. Like Just win. Like you do that, say. you're going to put the NFL on notice that the Giants are back. Right. You are on notice, NFL. And instead, if they don't, they'll be 3-7. and seven, Oof. And they will... They'll really need to not run the table, but they're going to have to win a lot. We've been saying that for a number of years. The Giants, all they have to do now is win out the next 11 games straight, and they'll be right in this. Well, if you think of it this way, so they're 3-6 right and six with the win. So to be above 500, they got to go 9-8. and eight. That means they've got to win seven of their last nine games to be 9-8. and eight. No problem, Jerry. I might. Listen, they might they got, be able to do it. I don't know. We got no problem The problem that. is that first one coming back. Not easy. Right, not an easy one. Which means they'd have to go 7-1 and one to do that. Right. Jerry, how about this uh, Xavier, what's his this name? Xavier McKinney for the Giants with the two picks. One a pick six, one a pick. I think it was like five minutes left in the game where he... Uh, that was a bad throw. Yeah, bad Good play by him, bad throw by Carr. Yeah, good job by him. Uh, and then uh, Derek Carr also fumbled very Which, late in the game. And it was funny, naked eye, it looked like it was a strip sack. Look, he just dropped the ball. Didn't just it? slipped right out of his hands. From the replay? I don't recall that. Oh. <laughs> okay. And I just watched it. <laughs> Fair enough. I saw that far away angle. I didn't see the slowed down replay. Yeah, watching the game, they showed the angle with the guy coming from the right side. And he just fell right out of his hands. And hand. it looked he like he it. just dropped the ball. Maybe he maybe he got his finger on it, but it wasn't like one of those, I thought naked eye, he stripped it out. I don't think he did. Maybe his uh, muscles just got very weak in his hand and they gave way. Maybe so. Like Mike White. Do you think... I'm Mike White. This was the conversation. So usually I work the Cowboy games, but because I thought we might have a baseball game yesterday, I wound up taking off and, and worked oh, out well. Work Cowboys yesterday. I didn't because I was hoping to have a baseball game yesterday, which didn't turn out to be the case. And then as it turned out, I had my niece's seven, seventh birthday party, so I didn't even ask back on the game. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I'll go to the party. So we were there watching... And just family. We're watching the the game, and this was the big conversation. If the Raiders score, they going for two. I think they would have. I think they would have as well. I think they would have went for the win. You're on the road, Jerry. You're and, playing the crummy Giants. And Basaccia can make a name for himself. Who's this, Basaccia? <laughs> the head coach. Oh. I love their uh, wide receiver, Renfro. Yes. That guy's good. <laughs> He's not bad. Yeah. He's pretty good. Who's the head coach you said, Versaccia? <laughs> Rich Passaccia. Rich Passaccia. He's the one who took over for Gruden. Yeah. And so that would have been, I, it would have been fun to see, even whatever, Giants stop him, don't stop him. Would have been fun to see what type of coach he would be because I can tell you Mike McCarthy's going for it. There are coaches in this league that are not going to just put the game into overtime. And now uh, the Raiders are going to get Deshaun Jackson, who's a Giants killer. Uh, Too bad okay. he wasn't there yesterday for them. I thought maybe Odell Beckham Jr., I'm over that guy. Well, well we're you might be. I'm him. saying in terms of the Raiders. Yeah. He stinks. I, <laughs> he hasn't been good since he made that one-handed catch. I like to go, uh, 
Odell wants to go to a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, everyone wants well, to go to a Super Bowl. Of course everyone does. But guess what? You don't call the shots anymore because you're not good. I guess that's his way of saying, listen, you teams that are bad, don't claim me on waivers. I'm not coming. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. So who's good? Do you think anyone will take that, dude? Someone will take him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A scrub team or a, sign somewhere. or a contender? What about the, the Bucks? Good question. Would you be shocked? That's a Bucks. That's a, such a Bucks move. I wouldn't be shocked. I, you know, I mean, how many players are they going to sign? Many, I guess. I don't know. He'll end up somewhere. I just don't know. You've got to have a really strong head coach and a quarterback that's got a good presence, right? Because he'll complain if you don't get the ball. Yeah, I mean, look what they did to Baker Mayfield. No, Mayfield's not. A rookie, but he's also not, you know, a two-time Super Bowl winner either. He continued to take the high road, too, when asked about Odell Beckham Jr. Here's what Baker Mayfield can do. Don't say a word. Go out and win with him not there now. Slam those Bengals. Oh, man, they really they really took it to the Bengals yesterday, Jerry. Well, that interception return for a touchdown, that, that to me was like, wow, okay. Kind of set the tone for the day. Tone setter. You know, it's bad enough when you're that close to the end zone and you got to settle for three. To give up seven the other way? You're right. That was a momentum changer early. Changes the whole dynamic of that game. I had that red zone on, Jerry. I was loving it. Those 1 o'clock games, even though they were a lot of bad games, red zone style, they do move through that thing quickly. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I to me, Yesterday, to me, was a complete turnoff. You were not turned on no, by football. Not yesterday. No, that's one of those. Yesterday was one of the, like I said, I couldn't wait to put the basketball on. I'm like, I've had enough of this. And then it's weird, too, like for the red zone, once you get to the 4 o'clock games when there's only three of them. Yeah. If those are lopsided for any reason, then those are weird, too. And um, I but guess, yeah, you had the Kansas City uh, Packers. That, that was game was awful. Awful. That that game was so bad, I couldn't wait to change it. Chargers-Eagles, I Which enjoyed. Which is why I was just looking at, yeah. It was okay. I mean, I, they, I saw the end. I saw the final drive. Because I was watching, as I was watching the Nick game, I was scrolling on the phone. To check the scores, I did see the final drive the Chargers had, and they converted. They converted a bunch, and so, then and then Colt McCoy led my Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I know who needs who needs Kyler Murray. Don't need him. What's the point? Trade him, Jerry. <laughs> you know what it goes to show, though, if you have a good team, and like look at the Titans last night. The Titans didn't throw it for much. The Titans didn't run it for much, but their defense just clobbered Matthew Stafford. If you're good, you're good. Well, what about the Packers? But I don't think the Packers are a great team. You think Aaron Rodgers? I think he makes a frogs. I them. think he makes a big difference. Yes. All right. And that that mess on Friday. Holy! I watched the entire forty-five minutes with McAfee. I couldn't yeah. turn it off. It was like a it was like a wreck. It was a forty-five minutes long. Yeah. Holy Mac! So he did exactly what we talked about. Like we wanted to see him come out and actually speak. And we said, if you're going to go anywhere, you go to McAfee. I did pull one for it because. Uh, I did find it interesting because it's something that you had said could be the case last week. I'm thankful for people like Joe stepping up and using their voice. I'm thankful for my medical squad. Um, and I'm thankful for all the love and support I've gotten. But I've been taking monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, zinc, vitamin C and D, HCQ. There's the ivermectin you said last week that you thought he might be taking. <laughs> He's all right. He took the Joe Rogan advice. And, and McAfee almost is laughing. Oh, it's funny he says that. So I was reading, I I read the New York Post uh, article about this, and they had the transcripts and everything. And even the New York Post article, still, we're how many, how long past this information we have on the ivermectin? And the New York Post still is like, he took the horse pill. 
It's not a horse pill, you dummies. Like, why are they still describing? It's a medicine for human beings. See, why is everybody saying it's for worms? It's a D. It is used as a paste, as a dewormer in horses. It is a human pill for parasites. So a doctor will prescribe it. Jerry, it won in 2015 the Nobel Peace Prize for use in humans. Okay. It is a human pill. So a doctor, I'm asking you, yes, so a doctor, a doctor will, will prescribe, prescribe that. I, I just, you asked last week if he was going to take it. Yes. And there you go. So now, he took it. It is not for, it's not been um, approved to treat COVID. That's the problem. So everybody who describes it just decides to describe it as a horse pill. He did though. And forget that it part. Dopes. He did seem like a kook. Did you, I mean, watching it? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a I mean, little nuts. He is a little nuts. I mean, some of he the went, stuff I don't disagree with what he said. Some of the stuff I'm like, stop talking. Just stop talking. He went to Dr. Joe Rogan. Oh, my God. It was uh, it was interesting. And he spoke when he opened up. He spoke for 12 straight minutes. Now, I did see some people, they were critiquing McAfee for not challenging him on things. Well, he just let him go. Yeah. I mean, and there was no, even when he finally got a word in, like his first question was like, Nothing. I mean, it was very, it was bizarre. It was, he basically gave him a platform to just speak your piece. Right. That's what it was. So, and he quoted Martin Luther King. I, I did see that. Then oh then God. I saw it was like Saturday Night Live did a hilarious. Which was awful. It was stupid. I, Saturday Night Live, at some point, oh, that's, that's enough. It's not funny. Like, I don't know how many times I see now SNL and this spoof, and I turn it on, I'm like, all right, maybe this will be good. I'm like, when does it get funny? Right, they're like, this is a hilarious spoof. Yeah, it was Aaron. awful. It was te- I put it on this one. I go, what is this? The best thing about it was they had the shirt and the ski cap. Other Correct. than that, it was terrible. Correct. Right, you're right. I was like, ooh, they found the same <laughs> it's shirt. It's promising. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. 518, just getting started. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 right here on The Fan. Don't go away. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, yeah, Cheryl Crow, 25 after 5. <laughs> so it's funny about this song. This is a Happy by the Stones, which right. for whatever reason I'm very into now, and I don't know why. The Stones or just the song? Just this song. I'm, like, locked in on. I'm on YouTube. I'm watching all live versions. So on Spotify, I put together a a playlist of just this song in various live versions that are on official Stones releases. I have eight different live versions. I listen to them all back to back to back to back. Do they all sound the same or are they different? They're all pretty similar. Yeah. 
I thought they'd be a little bit different. I thought they you were going to say you have similar. some covers from like star celebrity. No, but acts. Cheryl Crow did one that's on Spotify. Oh come on, well. I was yeah. joking for yes. real. Yep, Cheryl oh, Crow. Funny. I've got a Southside Johnny version of Happy. It's a great song. So okay. First of all, the <laughs> Keith Richards vocal songs for the Stones. There's not many of them. Right. Happy's a great one. Before they make me run. Little TNA. Others that I can't think of right now. But Keith Richards, Jerry. He, he still sings? Yeah, he still sings. That's when Mick Jagger takes a little break, Jerry, because he's singing all his songs. Go get oxygen. He'll go get oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> and then Keith comes up there and does Happy. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you, I saw. I told you, I saw the documentary from the, from the Stones from like 1989. I was like, you know, we've been together for 25 years. <laughs> don't know how much longer we're going to make it. Yeah. We don't and know. here we are 25 years later. There's yep. 30 years later, they're still going. Yeah, still here. My God. Right, I remember like when Steel Wheels came out in 89, I was like, ah, oh, these old guys, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it is a good song, Mixed Emotions. I do like it, but I don't know how much longer these we're going to do it for. Now they're great-grandparents. And still banging and it still out. And still doing it. And that's great. You know what? Good for them. I had a lot of people send this to me yesterday, Jerry. You probably did as well. But we did get the first uh, Josh Allen versus Josh Allen game. And uh, Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen, Josh Allen intercepting Josh Allen, Josh Allen uh, picking up a fumble from Josh Allen, and people were loving it. The red zone dude, Scott Hansen, I thought he was gonna what like, Al was aroused by it. <laughs> we've che- he was like we've checked, we've looked all the way back. Guys playing other guys with their names. And they found like a guy in the 1950s. There, there were two other instances of the same name playing each other. Playing each other, but, but nothing were, happened. So yeah. Terry Bradshaw never picked off Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw once threw, but he didn't. He didn't catch it. It was right in his hands. We would have had a Terry Bradshaw. It, a Terry Bradshaw. It was like name Scorigami. Yeah, name Scorigami. So it was very exciting, Jerry. Jerry, people, everyone was. Yeah, too bad the game sucked. Blah. <laughs> Adam Schefter. This is the first time. Then cares. It's one of those things like when you follow along on Twitter. Yeah. And you if you follow like Schefter and uh, Ian Rappaport, they everyone. It was the main storyline. Like Boomer did that going to break. He did. He did that going to break down the NFL today. And then when they went, they showed you the field. They had the split screen of Josh Allen and Josh. I'm like, okay, great. And then I'm gonna watch the Bills obliterate them. And then they lost nine six. Nine to six. Nine to Jerry. Now, you know there are people that bet thousands and thousands of dollars on the Bills yes. just to win a few hundred. Correct, because that game had to have been. I think as, it was fourteen point favorites. If that's not the lock of the, I mean, what the hell are we doing? I don't know what's going on with. Like you mentioned yesterday, Jerry, uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. What's he doing? I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I thought. Hmm. And then they put. Then that was the other funny thing. It was like. Is Jordan is Jordan Love going to be the next Aaron Rodgers? Well, I think we learned that answer. <laughs> you see where they sat his mom? His mom and girlfriend. They were, like, no joke. We're in the last row of the stadium. Right. Now, who's responsible for that, Jerry? Well, the, the Chiefs are. So I have Aaron Andrews. The Chiefs are? The Chiefs, yeah. Speaking of high, so is the seat that his mother Anna is sitting in. Now, these are the away team's appointed seats. She- <laughs> the Chiefs put their away teams up in the. I've never, in That's all my awesome. years of covering sports yeah. and being at stadiums and covering teams, I have never seen the opposing team's tickets be bad, let alone the last row of the stadium, let alone the starting quarterback's tickets. 
Right. It's like, oh, our son, my son is the starting quarterback today. Oh, my boyfriend's the starting quarterback today. Let's go to our seat. And they just, you know, you when you start walking <laughs> up those, and that's an old stadium. That's yes, got to be is. like old school cement steps. They're oh. walking around this circle in the ramp <laughs> <Yeah>. for hours. <laughs> Are we almost there yet? Where's section 512? Oh, and they were probably at first, we're like, oh, I found their section. We're all the way up here. And then... It's not even the first do, row. Do, 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 do. Row double Z. You think row 37 is high? <laughs> I mean, you got. there is usually a courtesy that is given. Courtesy, Jerry. And they don't have to be sitting at the 50-yard no. line in the 10th row. Full courtesy. But somewhere in the lower section behind the team's bench usually. So you I just, mean, come on. Jerry, you're just looking for a little courtesy. My God. That, that to me was funny. That was funny. Then I loved that, for whatever reason, I don't know why the Vikings players were wearing free Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> shirts. That was during pregame. During pregame. Yeah. I don't know why the Vikings play. I don't know what their link is to Odell Beckham. Who knows? But I loved that they then went out and lost. And they shouldn't have. They were leading that whole game. I, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware. I, you had some... Purple versus purple, Jerry. That was uh, Ravens-Vikings. Uh, Even, like, the Saints come back on the Falcons and then blow it. <laughs> like... I don't know. This this day to me was just goofy. You're There's, right. It was a weird, weird Sunday. A very, very strange day. But, you know, nothing well, better than when you get the nine field goals in a game. It was the, or five, I'm sorry, five field goals in a game. In you know, a 9-6 uh, battle in the AFC. Like, the Bills are legit thought to be a, a Super Bowl team. Right. They lost 9-6 to the Jaguars. Do, is there any team right now in the NFL that you think is a guarantee win on a Sunday. A guarantee like win. Like where it's almost a guarantee You mean win. this Sunday coming up no, or no, any just Sunday? Like, like, is there a team that's been consi- like a consistent no, I mean, team? You had the, I thought the Rams were. I really did. Yeah. I, I thought, that even though I know they didn't play well against the Cardinals, I really thought the Rams were. It's funny, I don't believe in the Cardinals, but they seem to be. I thought the Bills were. I think the Bucks are, but. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. I thought the Cowboys at this point, looking at their schedule, I'm like, wow, they're six and one. They're playing the Broncos at home. If it was in Denver, I would have. I really would have thought Denver would have had a legit shot. I didn't think they did yesterday. And then you're looking at the Cowboys at home against the Falcons next week. I'm like, you know, they got a shot to be eight and one. And then Atlanta plays really well yesterday, and the Cowboys play like dog poop. So uh, maybe they'll be six and three next. Week. I have no idea. The Cowboys play Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta or no? In it's Dallas. in Dallas. But what does that mean? Nothing, Nothing after yesterday. Jerry. And Matt Ryan played a really good game. And that team is weird. The fa- I did like Sal uh, did tweet yesterday that <laughs> that, <laughs> that the, the dildo was better than the running back. <laughs> yesterday, during yesterday's game. I think he ran for 13 yards. <laughs> <laughs> so he was right then to choose the marital like, aid over the uh, player for I fantasy I do like football. how he said this morning on his show that as he was watching that game, he was absolutely thinking about that call. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that was going through his head. Yes. Pretty funny. I also see, Jerry, that uh, Mac Jones, you know, he's the new quarterback for the— By the uh, way, you realize the Patriots are a half game out of first place? What's their record? Five and four. Oh. And the Bills are five oh, right, and three now. The Bills. Yeah. Imagine, like, the Patriots end up winning the yes. AFC East. Why would that be so shocking? Not shocking. Not shocked. This was shocking, though, Jerry. Uh, Mac Jones, who we think looks like the all-American boy, Jerry, a good guy, plays by the rules, within the rules. Evidently, he twisted a uh, a player on the uh, Carolina Panthers. 
who strip sack, who stripped him of the football. Good quarterbacks fighting back. <laughs> and then well, he tackled him by the ankle, this Mac Jones, and then supposedly gave it a little. Twist. He worked the leg. He was working the ankle, Jerry. <laughs> He's listening to you. Yes. By the way, you know the numbers in that game for the quarter? And this is what I'm talking about, about just a horrible day in the NFL. So Sam Darnold in that game, have you seen his numbers? I know he threw three picks. I didn't 16, see his numbers. 16 for 33, 170 yards, no touchdowns, three picks. And Mac Jones in a game they win 24 to 6 as he's working the leg. Working the leg. 12 of 18 for 139 yards. I yeah, mean, so these well, games stink. It was weird. Not only that, so you're like, all right, well, they must have run for a lot, right? Yes. The Patriots' leading rusher was ran for 60 yards. Now, they ran for 150 as a team, but, I mean, no one had, like, this monster game. So how'd they get uh, 24 points? Uh, well, they scored three touchdowns and kicked a field goal. Did you see that? Uh, were you aware of this rule? I think it was, was it the Cowboy game? Yeah, Cowboys-Broncos. Where the Cowboys blocked a punt. Yeah, it was a yeah. Go ahead. It was a weird rule, right? So the Cowboys block a punt, but it still goes forward, and then a Cowboy dude touched it, and then the Broncos recovered it and were able to forward it. Yeah, that was uh, it was a bizarre one. Actually, I agree. I did not was not aware of that. There are so many rules. That's why when was it Iron? No, there was a rule in the Nick game last night that Mike. This is when. These guys are worth their weight in gold. The uh, Ricky Rubio has like a slide step to the left and hits an off balance three. And even Clyde is like, oh, it looked like he traveled. And watching it, you're like, my God, how many steps they gonna let this guy have? And I thought it was legit no call, too. I thought they screwed up and they let it go. And Mike Breen was right on it. No, it's a new rule where you can catch, gather, and then you're allowed two steps either way. So while it looks bad, that was a legit legal play. It's like plays like that in the NFL. There's so many rules, man. When the play-by-play guy knows the rule book like that, it really does help because most don't. Right. That's why I thought Breen last night, like he was right on that thing. It was pretty good. So, and I didn't know football. On, no, I didn't know that either. I also think it's strange when the head coach doesn't know what's challengeable or not. And I saw that in the Packers game. LaFleur wanted to challenge something, and they were like, it's not challenging. I do think, yes, I 100% I agree. A guy like Belichick probably does know for the most part. But I, I don't think a lot of us understand what it's like, how fast that game is moving, how fast that play clock is rolling. You've got to make a decision really, really quick. And I could see how you get lost in the moment, you know. But you're right. You would like to think the guy that's in charge knows everything. Did you see what Bill Belichick rolled up yeah. to, to the game in? Yes, I did. He, he, he looked like a great, great, great grandfather. He, he was wearing, a like, a long-sleeved sweatshirt. Yeah. And then his hoodie was up, <laughs> which was cut Cut off yes. at about his nipples. Yes. What was the point of that? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Do his nipples get cold? So he, he looked ridiculous. Extra, extra layers just up by the nipples. I have no idea what he was doing. That was so weird. It's actually very funny. We got to take a break. Five thirty-six. We'll come back and talk about Bill Belichick's nipples on the other side, if Al would like to. And then we've got Boomer and Geo's in the house coming up on a Monday on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
traffic-free Monday. Who knows? Probably not. Good luck. Listen to Karen Stewart. It is The Replacements, 543. How are you? It's a football Monday, if you like. Or you could call it a Nick Monday or a Net Monday. Call it what you want. Right, Al? Right. Jerry, the pig spank worked again. Craig yeah, went out there. He claims that the uh, pig spank is now uh, unbeaten. unbeaten, which I'm not sure if that's true or not, but... <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't remember all of them. Did, no, wasn't uh, one of the pig spanks the the time when the like fourth string Cardinals quarterback beat the Giants? It was uh, no, it was no the Giant. I don't know. You know, I don't remember. Uh, who knows? But that's I, the beauty of it. No one remembers. I do remember that there was one where the Giants got lucky and they it was a Monday night pig spank, and uh, the Vikings had like their third string quarterback playing against the Giants. I don't remember about the other one. That kind of does sound familiar though. What you're saying there, Eddie. But it was uh, also interesting. I was following along on social media to the pig spanking, and right. it was uh, kind of weird to see, you know, adults standing around watching Evan smack a pig in the butt, yeah. a cooked pig. Yeah. He didn't get the reaction I thought he'd get really? either when he smacked the pig. Hmm. It was like a delayed cheer. Yeah. And it wasn't the roar that I expected. You wanted a roar for yes, a Yes, of course. Him. And then I also saw a video of C-Mac singing. On stage. Really? With the band. No kid. Well, well, Life yeah. Speed was there, right? Life Speed was there. He I was love Life Speed. Craig plays drums to Hard to Handle by the uh, Black, Black Crows. And he sang it. Was it good? It was better than I thought it was going to really? be. But he didn't know the words, so he had his phone out. and he was oh. So that kind of took a little bit away from the performance. But he was confident up there, I'll tell you that. C-Mac. Well, I Confident. think, no joke, I believe he's been on stage as a stand-up comedian. C-Mac? I think so. I could see him as a singer. He has a deep, has a deep voice like this. <laughs> hey, pretty thing, let me let you can't call some mama. I'm sure how hard to handle now. Come on now. Bam, 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 bam. Does so he have like a Hank Williams, like, deep voice? No. Not a Hank Williams, just like a, like a, a girthy man deep voice. You know a what I'm saying, girthy Jerry? man. All right. Like a Chris Stapleton, girth manly type of a... Mm. I hear you. Well, maybe he's got a future as a singer. Maybe. Maybe we'll have the C-Mac and C-Carton band coming up. He plays drums. He sings. Yes. And Evan can just Does something. Watch. Plays bass. <laughs> Give Evan a bass. He can't play instruments. He'll have the tambourine like that little girl in the Partridge family. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, which game was more surprising? I almost did like a, a segment. Tell me if you think this could be work. The as Cavaliers a beating the Knicks at the Garden by 17 last night. No. That was the more surprising. Yeah, I was going to be like, I was going to do a segment called, oh, that's really surprising. And then we would just like keep saying things yeah. and going, oh, that's really surprising, Jerry. It was, re- it was really surprising, Jerry, when the score was 30 nothing Broncos. <laughs> you think? Like, that was really surprising. Yeah, to no me. kidding. Uh, no joke. Right? I'm watching the score go from, you know, whatever it was. Yeah, he missed the extra point to start, so it's 6 nothing. It's 13 nothing. It's 16 nothing. It's 19 nothing. It's 12. Like, what are we doing? At 16 nothing. I still felt okay. It was, a li- it was like getting there. I was, like, I was huh. concerned. Yeah. And even at 19. I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's score a touchdown, put a little fear in them, and maybe yeah, you win 21-19, have one of those Dak comebacks. Then it went to 27. <laughs> so this ain't happening today. <laughs> then there was some concern, like, would they keep Dak in? Because, you know, the game's probably over, and do you want it's to funny uh, you say that. injury? Yeah, it's, so it's interesting because usually I would err on the side of caution in a case like that. But I also thought he was so bad. Like, he looks so rusty to me. Like, he's got to get some reps in. 
So you hope that they're better next week and they look more like the team they've been, not that the team they were yesterday. Was that more surprising, Jerry, than the Jaguars beating the Bills? Because well, that was I, really surprising, Jerry. I would say it's a really good question, and I think they're I, six and one half dozen to the other. And I only say it because I really thought the Bills were a legit Super Bowl team. I legit thought the Jaguars were not going to win another game this season, and I figured the Bills would clobber them. At the very least, they'd get out of there with a win somehow. The Cowboys losing to the Broncos, very surprising for sure. I think they're both one and the same. Hey, Jerry, you know what was really surprising to me yesterday? How the Bengals got their butts whooped. <laughs> that was really surprising coming off the loss to the Jets. Yeah, no, you're, you're Jerry, exactly would you, right. Would you say that was really surprising to you? It was really, not that they lost, but how much they lost by. That was really surprising. That was really surprising. And losing to the Jets, where you thought that was really surprising. How about this? Is this really surprising yeah. that the Tennessee Titans won last night and beat the Rams? That's the same Tennessee Titans team that lost to the Jets. <laughs> that was really surprising. <laughs> What when the that hell happened. is going on? Back those couple weeks ago when the Jets beat the Titans, that was really surprising. <laughs> and last night, the fact that the Titans beat the Rams without Derrick Henley, Henry? Or Henry, yeah. That was really Not surprising Not Don Henley's to me. nephew. That was so surprising. Yeah, it was. Adrian Peterson scored a touchdown. That was really surprising, Really Jerry, surprising. Because that guy hasn't been even playing football. <laughs> Jerry, you know what else I found really surprising? The Cavaliers beating the Knicks <laughs> at the Garden. You've mentioned that, yeah. I don't. I don't watch basketball on those. If you haven't realized, yeah, I kind of bet that game. <laughs> if you haven't noticed by now, so that was really surprising to you. Yes, yes. After the way they came back and beat the Bucks the other night, they go from twenty down and they wind up winning. And while I agree, I would never bet the Knicks on an over for the season because that means I'm rooting for them way too much. Right. I thought that was easy money last night. Coming home, great win over the Bucks. Here we go. I don't even, and I understand the Cavs had won a few games in a row. I don't know who half these guys are. And I'm watching this game. It's a one-point game at halftime. All right, we're good, a little nervous, but we're good. And then I'm watching the third quarter. I'm like, what the hell is happening? It was unbelievable. It really amazing. So when that game ended. It was really surprising, Al. Jerry, when that game ended and you saw that the Knicks had lost, that was really surprising. I watched surprising. it, and oh, I was really surprised watching it. You know what else really surprised me <laughs> yesterday, Jerry, watching the football game? Colt McCoy looked pretty good. I was really surprised. <laughs> you are such a jackass. <laughs> I'm trying to get this to catch on, like, cool games and uh, fraudulent five. This is the really surprising segment. Yeah. Mm. It was just really surprising, Jerry. <laughs> this has more of a Saturday Night Live feel to it <laughs> than it does cool games. I got to be honest. Colt McCoy. Another one of these bad spoofs. When they were saying that, you know, I'm a big Cardinals fan, as you know now, Jerry. Oh, enough with you. I'm a big Cardinals no, fan. So when I was reading in the morning that uh, Kyler Murray was going to be out, yeah, I was like, I could not even tell you who the Cardinals backup either. quarterback is. Yeah, why would you know? So when I saw it was Colt McCoy, it was, so, it was really surprising to me, Jerry, that he's still playing in the league and still playing through, 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 through some pretty good passes. It was, was really surprising was Jimmy Garoppolo. They get it to 31-17. Yeah. They get the ball back, and he throws a horrendous interception. Really wasn't that surprising. That was really surprising to me. No, that to wasn't me. actually. No, that was it wasn't. so surprising. You know what was really surprising to me was Patrick Mahomes who threw for 166 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Jerry, that's really surprising how poorly he played. Oh, my God. What a boring day in the NFL. That was really surprising. That was really surprising. But no worries, Jerry. You mentioned about boring games in the NFL. No worries. Today you got the Bears-Steelers tonight, oh, Jerry. Oh, God. That's going to be a really I, surprising great game. No, it's not because you're not going to watch like you never do. Oh. You know what you have tonight? Let's be honest. Tonight you've got the Nets and Bulls in Chicago. All right. Really good game. 
Knicks and 76ers Knicks tonight. Sixers. This is one night I will tell you the NFL doesn't exist tonight. Knicks, 76ers, Nets, Bulls tonight. You're That's going basketball you're instead. Bears, Steelers? <laughs> Please. 551, soon to be 552. We'll you come. know what? I won't watch any of it. Well, that's a very that's good point, That's really too. surprising. <laughs> that's so surprising. <laughs> that is true, too. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back, wrap it up. We'll have Boomer and Geo coming up top of the hour right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. A win for the Giants. A loss for the Knicks. Nets won. Islanders lost. Tonight you've got Knicks in Philly. Nets in Brooklyn. And the Steelers play that team we can't stand. Jerry, I love this move that Luis Rojas is doing. Former Mets manager. He interviewed with the Yankees to be a uh, base, base coach. coach. Yeah. What, what a pleasure that would be. Imagine As long going... as you're not Phil Nevin. But imagine going from being a manager where you, you have to be in charge of everything. Now just, he just has to watch the play and go like this. Oh, And first base, let's be honest. <laughs> All you're doing is saying you want me to hold your batting gloves and just pick up your so signs. So great. Yeah, I know. I, I think about that when guys go from being head coaches in football to being just like in charge of the offense or tight ends. What a pleasure that must be because you know the other side. Like, to be a base coach is probably difficult if you've never been a base coach before. I'm Razor Shine, your third base coach of life. And then you could be third base coach for life. You could be. That is very true. But people would look at that as, oh, Luis Rojas got a demotion. So, so well, I mean, it's not. Easy job. It's also a gigantic pay cut. Oh. I mean, what do you, I, and I don't know this. What do you think? He was making about 900000 I think, as manager of the Mets. 800000 What do you think he's going to make as a base coach? You think they get three hundred grand? No, I don't. No, no, I don't know. If yeah. you asked me, I'd say one fifty. One fifty. Now, no one's crying for to? him. What do we talk to? Razor Shines, our head you coach. You could call Razor Shines. Third find base out. coach for life. I don't know what they mean. I don't know. WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One New York, an Odyssey station. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.